listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. It's a tale as old as time. Well, at least in our time, you can't pour from an empty cup. Before you're able to serve others, you must serve yourself first. And in today's episode, we're going over the importance of a morning routine and the three steps to take in order to establish one that works for you and your lifestyle. A morning ritual sets you up for success every single day by increasing your awareness for more productivity giving you the opportunity to set your priorities for the day and ultimately reducing your stress. This allows you to show up as your best self for you and your clients. So grab a cup of mushroom coffee and throw on your fave pair of Lulu's and let's get to it. Hello, hello. Good morning. I am so excited to be here. Well, it might not even be morning for you, but I thought it was super appropriate today to do this podcast recording in the morning since we're talking about morning rituals. So I added that little grab your mushroom coffee and throw on your fave pair of Lulu's because it's a morning ritual and my coffee is my favorite part of my morning ritual every single day. So I wanted to share my coffee and my drink of choice every single morning. So I drink Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee with a little bit of ghee, which is clarified butter and oat milk creamer. And it is so good. And to be honest, if you've watched my Instagram stories, it's literally the reason why I wake up in the morning. It's delicious. So quick little tidbit, just wanted to share that with you. If you want to share with me your coffee on Instagram while you're listening to this podcast, please send me your drink of choice. I'm always trying new things. One of my friends just sent me that she makes homemade coconut milk, so I might have to try that next. So yeah, share with me what you drink in the morning or what is your drink of choice. So today we are talking about the three steps to creating a morning ritual and why it's important. And this is a habit that I've established probably over the last few years, but it became more intense and more important for me this year. And I have seen such amazing results both in my clarity in my brain, but also just in the work that I'm producing for my clients and how I show up as a girlfriend, a daughter, a friend, as a business owner. It just I really do believe that this is the foundation that sets me up for success every single day. This is a really important episode to me, and I think that it's going to be really helpful for you to establish a morning routine and create one that works for you and that you do every single day. But before we get started, I just want to say a few announcements. The template shop, I'm creating a discount code for you. So if this is your first time here and the first time you're listening to my podcast, I am a brand and website designer for health and wellness businesses, and you can work with me through custom brand and website design, but I also have a template shop for websites. So you can go onto my website, you can purchase a website template that has everything that you absolutely could need in a website, and you can purchase that, and then you can create the 
website however you want it. Everything is completely customizable, the colors, the fonts, the pages, all of that stuff. And I created a video library for you to take you step-by-step in editing those templates. So for podcast listeners, I've created a discount code design 15, and that gives you about over a hundred dollars off of your entire order. Or if you purchase something else, that is all going to be 15% off. And that gives you, you know, over a hundred dollars off. And then my next announcement is if you do want to work with me for custom one-on-one, I am now booking for February and March. I only take a limited amount of clients per year, per month, so that I can give your project my undivided attention. So if you would like to work with me, you can head to my website at currentdesignstudio.com to fill out my application form, or you can click the link in the show notes and that will go directly to my contact page. Okay, enough of the business. Let's get into the good, the bad, and the woo-woo. If you are just tuning into this podcast and you have never listened before, the good, the bad, and the woo-woo is a way to you know, acknowledge the failures of the week, to celebrate the highs of the week, and the woo-woo is a way for me to share with you my spiritual routine or ritual or thing that I'm trying out for the week. I try out a lot of weird different things, and I thought it would be fun to share Also, I created story templates for you to share your good, bad, and woo-woo of the week that are in my podcast story highlight on Instagram. And I would love for you to share because I would love to celebrate you. I would love to support you in what you're working through. But then also, I probably want to try your woo-woo. So please share it with me. Let me know. So let me get into mine. The good this week is that my boyfriend and I got our dog. Let me take it back a little bit. In college, Alex, my boyfriend, got a dog and her name is Callie and she is a German shepherd. She's beautiful and she's so nice. And he had her for about a year and then we moved out west and the apartment that we lived in was so small. We lived in like a 600 square foot apartment with the two of us and this big ass dog. And it was just too much. She was still kind of a puppy. And it was too hard to take her out and, you know, let her out. So we had to ship her back to Alex's parents' house, which was really sad, but it was a good decision for her, the dog, Callie. Now that we moved to a bigger place, we're on a lake, we have our own home, we have a big yard, we actually have like 50 acres of woods now that she can go and walk behind. So now we have her back and it's been so amazing. So you know, she's a little bit older now, so she's a little bit more chill and she just hangs in my office all day and I get to talk to her and we go on walks and her walks are part of my new morning ritual, which I'll share in a little bit. If you have a dog and you know what it's like to have a dog that's around you all the time, it's so much fun. It's so amazing. So send me pictures of your fur babies because I would love to see them. So the bad. I think I might change the word bad because I don't really like that. But something that I'm working through this week is forcing it. And I actually just wrote an Instagram post on that this morning. It's the one that says it's like a quote. You can you'll probably find it if you scroll through my Instagram feed. Forcing it as in this is a season where, you know, it's the end of the year. You want to get everything done. You want to fit everything in, hit your goals, and it just doesn't feel like it's aligning. I'm so guilty of this. And this is a time when you feel like you're doing this. You need to take a step back and reconnect and reconvene and really take in 
what's happening and know that what is meant for you is on its way. So not just trusting in the universe, but knowing that what you want is already yours. It's just taking a little bit longer or it's just on its way to getting to you. So if you feel like you're pushing, you're trying to meet your goals and it's just not working, take a step back, realign, re-strategize and trust in the universe. And this is something that I'm working through this week. And when I came to this realization, I just kind of threw up my hands and said, okay, universe, (laughs) I get it. I'm burnt out. I need help. And it has proved to be successful. And I've been a lot more chill. And my woo-woo of the week is I do goddess devotion. So I basically, every 40 days, I pick a new goddess depending on what it is that I want. And I create my morning ritual around this goddess. So there's a bunch of different goddesses that are for different things. Lakshmi for abundance, Kuan Yin for feminine energy. You know, there's a lot of different goddesses and these next 40 days I'm going to be working with Lakshmi and she is for abundance. So if you're interested in learning anything about this, I learned all this from one of my business coaches, um, Chakra Girl, Amberly Lyons. She's amazing. If you want to know how to bring more spirituality and goddess devotion and chakras into your business and your life, I would definitely give her a follow and also listen to her podcast. She is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to bringing spirituality into your business. So Lakshmi, I've just been reading about her in my Shakti Mantras book and then also doing her chant, which I will talk a little bit later about in this episode. There's my good, bad, and woo-woo. Please share with me yours on Instagram. I would love to hear it. You can send me a DM or you can fill out that IG highlight, but whatever it is, I can't wait to hear it. So let's get into the three steps to creating a morning ritual and why it's important. So the reason I call it a morning ritual is because routines scare me and ritual just sounds much nicer, much more pleasant. It's literally why I wanted to quit my nine to five because I don't like how every day is the same. So that is why I call it a ritual, which leads me to my point or my preface throughout this episode. I'm going to be sharing my take on morning rituals and the steps I've taken in order to establish it. I'm also going to share with you what my morning routine is at the end. So if you wait until the end of the episode, I'm going to share the exact morning routine that I do every day. But this is more of an episode to spark some inspiration for you. And I strongly encourage you to make your own morning routine. So use this as inspiration, as maybe some guidelines, but you want to make a ritual that's going to work for you and your schedule. So I'm sure you follow people on Instagram, on YouTube, and listen to other podcasts of people of what their morning routines are. And that's where I got stuck for so long. I was trying to copy others that were saying, you know, I wake up at 4.30 and then I do my morning ritual for three hours. And that's where I got really stuck and just kind of stopped doing the morning routine. So I really would love for you to listen to this episode, grab some inspiration from it, And then experiment on what's right for you. So the whole point in creating a morning ritual is to do something for you and yourself before your day starts. Maybe taking what I'm telling you in this episode and then creating a routine for yourself. 
First, I'm going to share a few reasons why it's important and the benefits that you'll receive from setting yourself up for success with a morning ritual. It elevates your mood and helps you avoid burnout. So if you're waking up every morning and you are going straight to your computer, working 10 hours, and then eating dinner, watching little TV, and then going to bed, you're not really doing anything for yourself. And you could start to feel frustrated, like, I'm helping people all the time. I don't ever get to do anything that I love. And if you get in this cycle, in this rut for long enough, you will burn out. It's 100% guaranteed. No person can work like that for their entire life. (laughs) So it definitely elevates your mood and then in turn helps you avoid burnout. I wake up every morning and I'm stoked to get to do what I love and start it with doing things that fill me up. It also gives you a chance to set priorities. So you get to make decisions about your day before other people tell you. So when you wake up in the morning and you set your priorities for the day, you set your schedule before even looking at your email, you're saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do and everything else is an extra. That's another reason that it's important is because you are able to make the decisions for yourself before other people tell you. They're all kind of similar, but you're serving yourself before you serve others. And that's such a big one, especially for coaches and anyone in the wellness space. You need to be able to be yourself and be able to fill yourself before you're able to help and transform other people's lives. So how are you as a life coach or a health coach or a yoga instructor going to guide people into living their best lives when you're not able to do that yourself. And I remember when I was teaching yoga a few years ago and this was happening to me where I was just teaching a bunch of classes and I wasn't even practicing myself and I could feel that the energy that I was providing for my yoga students wasn't as high quality as when I was giving myself more time to practice my yoga. Now, I know that everyone's not doing yoga and we're talking about running a business here, but it's basically the same thing. If you're not doing something for yourself before you go and do your client work, the client work that you're doing is not going to be as high quality and no one's going to get the results that they want. Another benefit that having a morning routine serves is it brings a moment of stillness, which reduces stress. So when we wake up and we get right to it, there's so much noise that's happening. There's so much commotion. There's so much distraction where if you have a moment of stillness of listening to music, journaling, reading, whatever that is for you that can help you reduce your stress, you're really setting the foundation of what will happen going forward. And this also increases your awareness and it makes you more productive and clear-headed going forward. You know, when you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so many things to do. I'm just going to read my email. I'm going to, you know, check all my Instagram things. And you just go into this reactive state rather than waking up, doing things how you want to, reading and maybe even meditating. And then you're able to sit down, set your priorities and then go from there. The last and final thing that I will say is that's a benefit. Actually, it's not going to be the last and final thing. My second to last and final thing is this all just brings a lot more mindfulness to your whole day. So rather than checking things off of a to-do list, 
you can create that intention. And I say in the intro that uh, I'm helping you build an intentional business. And this is honestly the first step is your morning routine. This allows you to get into your creativity and just really set yourself up for success going forward. And with this stillness and this increased awareness, you bring more mindfulness, not into just your business, but your life as well. And the last and final thing, this is it, is everything is energy. So what I mean by that is if you are waking up and you are going straight into that reactive state and you're serving people and you're getting frustrated, the energy that's around you is going to be heavy and maybe even negative. Whereas if you are, you know, setting yourself up for success, you know, you're doing a moment of stillness, you're waking up how you want to, you're going to be a much happier person and the energy that you're giving out is going to be lighter and you're going to be able to attract more abundance and opportunities and things like that. Okay, so those are the benefits and reasons why it's important. I'll just go over those one more time. It elevates your mood to help you avoid burnout. It gives you a chance to set priorities. You're able to serve yourself before you serve others. Gives you a moment of stillness to reduce stress and increase awareness so you're more productive and clear-headed. It brings mindfulness and intention to your life and business and then in turn attracts the right energy. So now that I've convinced you of why it's important and all the ways that it's going to benefit you, we'll go into the three steps to actually make your own morning ritual. And again, I'm going to share my morning ritual at the end of this episode. So if you're wondering what it is that I do and that I'm so passionate about, wait until the end of this episode. And if you're listening to this and thinking, but I don't have time, then you definitely need to make a morning ritual. So follow these three easy, simple steps and set yourself up for success every single day. Step number one, prepare the night before. This is so important because you are setting yourself up for success. Before your workday is done the night before, prep your schedule for the next day. Look at your calendar, what you have going on, and this helps you get a better idea of what time you have to be up in the morning. And then it also helps you sleep better. I don't know about you, but I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and think of everything that I have to get done the next day. And if I make a list the night before of everything that I need to do, I sleep through the whole night and it's just a much better quality of sleep. And prepping the night before and getting a good night's sleep is part of your morning ritual because if you're tired, you're less likely to do it. You just want to lay around, maybe watch some TV, all of that stuff. So set yourself up for success by preparing the night before. And one thing to do to also help you prepare the night before is if you wake up and look directly at your phone and then you waste a half hour to an hour of scrolling through Instagram, then you need to move your phone. It either needs to get out of your room and get an old school alarm clock or it needs to go on the other side of your room. And I really think that this is so important and really looking at your phone should not be a part of your morning ritual unless you use apps and whatnot, which I'm going to share with you some apps that I use. But first things first is if you know that you do this, put your phone on the other side of the room, get an old school alarm clock, whatever that is. And this helps you prep the night before because you're not even tempted to look at your phone, which is right next to your bedside table. 
So another thing to do in order to prep the night before is in the future, maybe you can't go and change this right now, but in the future, start to make your client calls at a certain time. So you're guaranteed a certain amount of time before you're needed to be somewhere or needed to serve others. So you can easily do this with a calendar schedule. If you listen to the episode of the top three must-have pages on your coaching website, I talk a lot about your contact page and how it's important and different schedulers to use. But what I do is I don't make any client calls until 9.30. So whether I get up at 6 or if I get up at 8, I have a range of time in order to set myself up and do what I need to do. Another thing too that I use is my productivity calendar and it's linked in the show notes. It's a free download that you can use and this is the exact steps that I use to create my calendar and schedule out my days and set my priorities. So this goes back to that benefit of being able to set your own priorities for the day and it starts the night before and then it could also change in the morning if you think of something else, but really giving yourself that opportunity to set yourself up for success. And that starts with the night before. So first thing you need to do is when your workday is done the night before, make a list of everything that you need to be done and prep your schedule, like look at your schedule, what time you have calls and all of that stuff. And then move your phone. (laughs) Like I think this might even be the most important thing because I know that if I'm tempted to look at my phone and I don't even look at mine that often, then I'm for sure sure that there's a lot of people out there that need to do this. So if you're like, I can't do that, then you definitely need to do it. There's no reason why you need to go on Instagram. They're still going to be there. It's still going to be there. Your followers are still going to be there. No one's going to die if you don't DM them back. Move your phone on like the other side of the room or get an old school alarm clock My boyfriend wakes up early and so do I, so I don't really have a hard time waking up. I just kind of wake up whenever I feel like it, but you know, if you could sleep forever, then I would put your phone on the other side of the room and have your alarm clock, you know, alarm go off there and you just kind of turn it off. Okay, step number two, figuring out time. What time are you going to set aside and how much of it? Be realistic with this. You know, if you're like, I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to do my morning ritual for three hours. Like, is that honestly realistic? I'm saying this because that was literally me. I was like, this person gets up at 5 a.m. and does their morning ritual for two hours. And that is just not practical. I'm just setting myself up for failure because I'm not going to wake up at 5 a.m. and do a morning ritual for two hours. I might wake up at 5 a.m., but my ritual is going to be really chill It's going to allow me to be relaxed and whatnot. I would be super realistic because you want to set yourself up for success. This is what a morning ritual does. So help yourself by figuring out what time you're going to set aside and how much of it. So if you have kids that, you know, wake up at 7 a.m. or whatever time kids wake up. I don't know. I don't have kids, but I'm just going to use this as an example. If you have kids that wake up at 7 a.m. and you want to do an hour long ritual. So that means that you would probably have to wake up at 6 a.m. Is that practical or is it more practical for you to wake up at 6.30 or is it more practical for you to do your morning routine after your kids go off to school? Or maybe you like to hang out with your boyfriend or husband right in the morning. And I personally love to hang out with Alex in the morning. So we'll usually have a cup of coffee together and just like chit chat about the day and whatever. 
And then when he leaves, I start my morning routine. This is great because I'm not like embarrassed of what my morning ritual is because it has a lot of goddess chanting in it. Although I do make him listen to my music (laughs) that I listen to. So be realistic and setting yourself up for success. And like what time are you going to do this at? So if you're going to set your schedule and start taking calls at nine o'clock and you at least want to do a 30 minute ritual, then you need to be waking up at eight o'clock or eight 30 or whatever time that is for you. So being really realistic and knowing what it is that you want to accomplish and in the amount of time that you actually need, you know, if you're like, okay, I really do need a solid hour in order to feel energized and be able to serve my clients and be a good wife and daughter and friend, then give yourself that hour and make it a habit to wake up an hour earlier and really make this a ritual. I'm telling you, if you do this long enough, it will become a habit and it'll be easy for you. And not only that, you will be so excited when you wake up. You're like, yes, I'm excited to drink my coffee and dance around my living room or whatever it is for you. Another thing too, that's really important to remember is you probably started your business to not just do what you love, but also to have more time. And if your business is running you, you need to set those boundaries with yourself and your clients. So this goes back to that calendar and having a specific time that you start to take on clients or start your workday. That's going to help you better serve your clients. It's going to give you more energy and blah, blah, blah. All of those benefits that I said in the beginning of the episode You are the CEO of your business and your life and you get to decide if you're waking up and you're so worried, like I need to answer this email, I need to answer this DM, I have to get this client work to these people, you need to realize that you are the owner of your business, you're not an employee and you get to set the time and the boundaries for not just yourself, but for your clients as well. So this also goes with, you know, partners. If you tell your partner, okay, I'm going to start getting up at 6 a.m., and do my morning ritual and they're like no stay in bed longer hang out with me longer you need to set those boundaries and say listen like I am going to be a better person because I'm doing something for myself every day and I can't imagine why they wouldn't respect that so remembering that you created this business for more freedom so you know set yourself up for success by doing that for yourself Also, one last little thing about figuring out the time is if you're in a nine to five and you only have like 10, 20 minutes or you haven't even been giving yourself that much time, maybe your morning ritual is just waking up a little bit longer and grabbing a coffee and reading a little book or just some sort of moment of stillness. So if you're in a nine to five and you have to be in the office at 7.30 and you're like, okay, I'm not going to wake up at 6 a.m. or rather probably more like 5, 5.30. That's just not going to happen. Maybe your morning ritual is just 10, 20 minutes, whatever that is for you. Make sure you carve out a little bit of time. But for those of you business owners, there's no reason why you can't have an hour to two hours every single morning to do things that you love and that will set you up for success. Okay, so to wrap step number two up, you are going to decide realistically how much time you can have in your schedule to have a morning routine and then set that time aside. So when you're preparing the night before saying, okay, from seven to eight o'clock, I'm gonna do my morning ritual. And the third and final step is choosing what you're going to do 
in this a lot of time that you've given yourself. And this is important because you can't just wake up and be like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to go for a walk. You want to set up a ritual that you do every single morning. So these are going to be non-negotiables, something that you do no matter if you're in your house, on vacation, in a hotel room, in a tent, whatever that is for you. These are going to be your non-negotiables that you do every single morning. And the reason for this is it's something that is routine-like. It's something that you look forward to doing and also things you know that are going to set you up for success. Do you think I've said that setting you up for success enough in this podcast yet? I don't know. I probably have. So what are things that you absolutely love to do and that you know are going to make you have an amazing day and that are going to help you to feel grounded and ready to take on the day? Things like reading, meditation, yoga, going for a walk, movement around the house, like dancing around the house, listening to music, drinking coffee, journaling, anything that you want to do. And this is where I want you to pick what is it that you love doing and that's going to give you that breath of fresh air, that foundation and make you feel good and ready to go. So again, you want to make it non-negotiable, something that you always do. You want to make it easy on yourself and not something that you have to do. It should be something that you look forward to. Again, you might have to experiment a little bit and see what works and what doesn't and what takes a lot of time. So I'll share with you my morning routine and just give you some tidbits on how to develop your morning routine that's going to work for you. I usually wake up around 6, 6.30. It depends what day it is. Sometimes I even wake up at 5. To be honest, I kind of just wake up whenever I feel like it. My partner and I are really early risers. So I wake up and I'll go and sit on the couch. I'll start the coffee and I will turn on some music. And I enjoy listening to goddess mantras or just Sanskrit mantras. So typically I have a playlist on Spotify that has all of my mantras and it's just super soothing music. There's no words in it. I mean, there's words, but they're in Sanskrit and it's just really soothing. It's a beautiful way to wake up. And I sit on the couch and my boyfriend and I will drink coffee. Coffee is a huge part of my morning ritual. So no matter where I am, I drink a cup of coffee. And this is like, this is a staple in my morning ritual. So I drink, as I said in the beginning of this episode, I drink mushroom coffee with ghee and oat milk. And the mushroom coffee and ghee goes back to an Ayurvedic ritual back all the way so far. And it just is good for creativity, productivity, and then the ghee helps with your digestion and whatnot. So I treat this time so sacredly because I get to spend time with my boyfriend who I love so much. And then I also just get to sip coffee and, you know, it's Christmas time right now. So we have like our Christmas mantle. We don't have a Christmas tree. We just have a Christmas mantle over our fireplace. And we turn the lights on on that and we live on a lake. So it's just so dreamy and vibey and it's just with the music it's so nice so usually chill there and I'll probably read while Alex does a little bit of things on his computer and then after Alex leaves is when I get into my non-negotiable so non-negotiable number one for myself is my coffee number two is I meditate so that's the first thing that I do and I use the headspace app I've paid for like the whole year. I think it's like $70, but you have so many meditations and 
they have all these different ones. They have ones for creativity, some for productivity, some for just basic meditation, whatever it is. But I really enjoy guided meditation. So I use the Headspace app. And if you want to get into meditating and you don't know where to start, I highly recommend using Headspace. I think the first like two weeks are free. Highly recommend using Headspace. So that's what I use for my morning meditation. So I'll usually do that for like 15, 20 minutes, depending on which meditation it is. So I do coffee and then I meditate and then I do EFT tapping, emotional freedom tapping, which I'm not going to get super into because that honestly deserves an episode on itself. But if you want to look it up on Google, just type in EFT tapping. So I'll usually do that for another 10 minutes. And then after that, I journal and I'll journal for like 20 minutes. And usually things come up after I meditate and I do the EFT tapping. I'll journal about whatever it is. And in my journal, I write about how I want my day to go. So I say like new clients flow to me with ease. I have infinite creativity to serve my clients and things like that where I set myself up for success again (laughs) and visualize how I want my day to go. So those are my non-negotiables. That's what I do every single morning, no matter where I am. So I have the mantras out um, on our speaker that's in our house and Alex listens to them as well. But if I'm away, I will like listen to them with headphones on, but I have coffee. I do mantra chanting, Then I do my meditation and then I do EFT tapping and then I journal. And no matter where I am, I have traveled all over the world. No matter what, I'm always doing that. And it's because I know that these things have helped me to be a better person, be a better business owner and all of that stuff. So those are my non-negotiables. And then after that, I will either like go to a yoga class, I'll go to the gym, or recently I've been going outside and taking my dog for a walk. This allows me to do something else that I also love. And what I was saying about how, you know, picking your schedule for or making your calls like later in the day allows you to, you know, have this free time, this freedom to do what it is that you want to be doing. So what I would say for this step is choose two to three things that you can do in your allotted time that are always a non-negotiable. So every single day you're doing these. And I like to keep track of these. So I use this app. It's called Strides and it's free and you can put your different steps in there and then every day you can check it off. So you can say like, cool, I've done it for five days in a row. I've done it for six days in a row. And I would recommend doing this because, well, it's fun, but then it's also just shows you, you know, okay, so I've been really productive these last five days. Like I've had an awesome week and I've stuck to my morning ritual. And then maybe for three days you don't do it. And then you, you can really feel it. It allows you to like kind of look at that and compare. So that's another thing, you know, if you are super good about doing this and then you kind of fall off the bandwagon for a little bit, don't give up. Keep going back and keep doing it. It's going to be an experiment. It's going to be trial and error. And I'm sure you're going to break off every once in a while. Like yesterday or two days ago, I just felt like started to really feel the pressure of Christmas and the end of the year. And I just woke up and worked for like 12 hours straight and literally sat at my desk. And then that night I didn't sleep well. And the next morning I was like, okay, I just am not going to do anything. So I didn't start work until like 
12 o'clock, which is not ideal, but you know, it happens. And I know that by not giving myself that time and that stillness really just put me in that go, go, go mode, which in turn led to burnout. So don't be upset if you kind of go off the bandwagon, but just jump back on, get back into your rituals. And again, be really realistic. Another two to remember, or not really remember, but the whole boundaries thing, you know, on the weekends, it's really hard. It's really hard for me to do it on the weekends, especially like this time of year when you're doing a lot of traveling and being with family and stuff like that, you know, just giving yourself that 10 minutes and just saying like, I need to do my morning ritual. So I'll be down to breakfast a little bit later. And that's where those non-negotiables come in. You're like, okay, I have 20 minutes. I'm going to journal, meditate, listen to music, and then I can go on with my day. And I promise you, you will feel so much better. You know, you'll be more present. You'll be more intentional. Those are my tips. Wrapping up step number three is choosing what you're going to do, choosing two to three things that will fit in that allotted time that you have. Let's recap the three steps to creating a morning ritual. Step number one, prepare the night before. Set yourself up for success. I literally can't say it enough. Figure out your calendar, what you have going on, and then write it all down. Again, if you need help, you know, structuring your days, I have a free download in the show notes. That's a productivity calendar that is the guidelines of what I do every single day to have my most productive day ever, every day. So that's in the show notes. Step number two, figuring out time. What time are you going to set aside and how much of it? Step number three, choosing what you'll do. So two to three things that you're going to do every single day that's a non-negotiable. And then I'm just going to go over the apps that I recommended. So Headspace, having the Headspace app, I think it's called. You have a two-week free trial. Strides is a free download. And then also just a journal if you have a journal. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it would help me out so much if you gave it a five-star review. It literally takes two seconds if you want to do that. And if you want to share this episode with someone that's helpful, you can share it on your Instagram if you want. Um, You can tag me in it. That would be amazing. But also iTunes literally lets you message podcasts. So that's super easy to do. And then if you have any questions or anything, or just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at current.designstudio. So it's been such an amazing time. I hope this was helpful and I will see you in the next episode.